This audio is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton, originally airing on SiriusXM. From the campus of the University of Pennsylvania Wharton School, this is Your Money on Business Radio. Hello and welcome. You're listening to Your Money, Series XM Channel 132, powered by the Wharton School. Kent Smith is a professor here at Wharton Campus in Philadelphia. Remember, live every Tuesdays from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern. And really, the purpose of the show is to help you make better decisions with your money. And you know the drill. Now's the time. We're live on Tuesday, so grab the phone. Give me a call here at one eight four four wharton just like a school name, WH. A-R-T-O-N, that's one eight four four nine four two seven eight six six, And we'll talk about your money and uh, anything you want to know about what you should be doing with your money. You can also connect with me online by going to my website, kentonmoney.com. Uh, uh, so today, uh, joined by two guests. Uh, first will be Mike uh, Karens, who's the founder and CEO of Robust Wealth. We're going to talk about uh, the role of technology in the area of uh, financial uh, advice. And then later in the show, uh, coming back to the show with me is uh, Rhett Dean, who'll be taking your calls about really anything related to your, to your finances in particular, how to prioritize a financial plan and how to budget and anything that you have on your mind. So you, if you want to know how to invest your money, save for retirement, putting your kids through college, do you really need that life insurance policy your cousin's trying to sell you or maybe grandma just left you 100000 bucks? want to know what to do with it? Really, anything about your money, that's the show's name, uh, live on Tuesday. So just uh, you know, we'll be here for just an hour for those of you who used to have a second hour. Don't wait for that anymore. I scale back the show. The super busy here on campus. But the number is the same, and the passion for helping you is still the same. I know that sounds cheesy, but it's true. Um, so give me a call here at one eight four four work, and that's one eight four four nine four two seven eight six six. And you only have to give us your first name and the state you're calling from. So never a reason to be nervous or shy. And thousands of other listeners will benefit hearing advice given to you about your own financial needs. So my producer Patty standing by the right. I did line up your calls again live on Tuesdays. Grab the phone. Give me a call here at one eight four four work, and that's one. 844-942-7866. And we'll talk about your own situation. Uh, with me in this first segment, uh, Mike Karens, who's the founder and chief executive officer of Robust Wealth. He has uh, a, a CFA uh, charter holder uh, as well as a, a BS degree in finance and chemical engineering from University of Colorado. We're going to be talking a little bit about technology and the role of technology and how the things have been changing. Welcome to the show, Mike. Hi, Kent. How you doing? Good. And so uh, it, 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 we're going to talk a little bit about how technology is, you know, changing the advice area. And, you know, industry analysts like you know, for, uh, Forrester and Cerulean, you know, they've been talking about for years how automation was going to wipe out kind of the advice industry and, and uh, replacing human advisors. It really hasn't happened in mass. But what have you seen in terms of what's changed in terms of technology that's been influencing the kind of the, the advisor-client relationship? So, so Robust Wealth offers a digital uh, ecosystem uh, that advisors can use to help manage the financial lives of, of individuals. And there's other software platforms that do the same thing. So what does that mean for the financial advisor kind of client relationship? Well, it means the advisor has better technology to automate more of what they used to have to do manually. The client has access to the better technology through the advisor. So what I've seen uh, in the industry is advisors are starting to offer more 
And what I mean by more is more financial planning, more um, wealth management services, and they've also been able to offer more to a um, uh, a client that might not have met their minimums prior. All right. And it, it, so in particular, are we talking about conferencing technology using Zoom, Skype, and, and things like that? Or, you know, what uh, specifically has, has kind of changed on the technology side? It's everything from um, automation of the investments. So if you look back 25 years ago, the financial advisor would have to go in and submit trades for each one of the client's accounts that they were managing. Mm-hmm. Today, that's all automated. Sure, yeah, and that's been 20, certainly yeah. true for some uh, some years from the from the customer experience issue because they didn't care about that. That that was all going to happen uh, for them. What, what, from the customer facing experience, what's changed? Oh God, I mean, twenty five years ago, yeah. you'd get paper statements. Today, you can log in, you can see all of your assets yeah. in one spot. The advisor can see all the assets in one spot. It's easy to share the assets. You mentioned some of the technology for. Uh, for screen sharing or, or um, you know, meetings online with like a Zoom or something for a, um, a video conference. Yeah. I mean, it could even be on your iPhone. You know, that just means you get to meet with your financial advisor when and where you want to. You can chat with them. You can call them. You can do a screen share. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't as common 25 years ago. You had to go in and see your advisor. You talk about specific trades they were doing. Today, yeah. it's more about the technology supporting the advisor and making it so the advisor can talk to the end individual customer about their holistic financial needs versus, hey, this is the best investment portfolio. Yeah, so when you think about younger generations, you know, everybody's been saying how they're all going to just want robo-advice and, and, and not really work with advisors. I tell people, wait, they're going to accumulate assets. They're going to still want to talk to a person. I mean, you think it's, it's, it's still important uh, uh, to have the human advisor involved? I absolutely do. I mean, I mean, as you accumulate assets, stuff gets more complicated. Yeah. And um, and just because you have an advisor, they're not doing the same thing they did 25 years ago. But that frees them up to do more. Like I said, more financial planning, more holistic management. Um, it could be around saving for your kids' college goals. How much do you need to save uh, for your kids to go to different universities? Uh, how much do you save to re- need to save to retire um, early? That's a big a big common goal to retire yeah. before 65. Yeah. And it, the advisor would talk you through about what it's like to save and how to have better spending habits. And then they'll manage your investments for you too. So it's almost more like an outsourced CFO, personal CFO is what the advisor is yeah. becoming. Yeah. It, it, it certainly, it, we, we know a major role an advisor plays is is behavioral. It's it's in that's something that's the robo-advice is not going to Re- replace. I mean, we do, we are, don't feel accountable to our toaster oven or a piece of software. We do uh, certainly to another human being. Uh, I don't want to pick on the robot uh, models too much. I mean, I was uh, started a, a company, a, a Veritat, that Wall Street Journal and others have said, you know, kind of created a hybrid, you know, uh, robot uh, model. They had, a, you know, human advisors were still at the center uh, that, you know, some years ago I sold off, sold that company in 2012. But, you know, what I look at robo models t- today. I mean, they're incredibly simple. I mean, they they're focused on risk tolerance instead of risk capacity. Customization, you know, is actually some simple rules rather than solving a real life cycle model with complex 
regulations, risk management, and so forth. How can we get the kind of the industry the, the change and, and really adopt something where the, the human being is, uh, or we're at least giving more, you know, uh, complex advice that is actually focused on the individual and their actual go- goals rather than just things like, you know, a risk tolerance survey that's, you know, required on the Uniform Securities Act or the SEC, but we all know it's kind of bogus. Yeah, that's oh, that's a good question. So, so the, the industry is moving there slowly, right? So you've seen this transition within robo, even within robo, from the basic RTQ risk tolerance questionnaire yeah. to more goal based investing. What's your goal for retirement? This is the portfolio to help you get there. It glides automatically over time and de-risks as you get approach retirement. But what we're missing still in that in that robo end, and I think all the companies, including Robust Wealth, are working towards it, is how do you really connect financial happiness um, and overall to the individual's needs and goals? Because it's not just about managing somebody's portfolio. It's about helping that person be financially happier, right? Financial wellness is another you know, example of it. But nobody's there yet. Nobody's built the tech fully for that. But it's, it's, it's a concept that a lot of companies are starting to work towards what's important to you as a person, and how do we help you prepare for what's important to you? Yeah, right? so yeah. It's not financial goals, it's life goals that yeah. we all want to work towards. Yeah, and, and, if, and finally, you know, it's been uh, if mentioned on this show, you know, uh, uh, multiple times, and one of the things that's been somewhat frustrating about the robo, you know, world has been, you know, a lot of folk claims that, you know, are often misleading, the tax loss harvesting being the prime example of that and it's too it takes too much time to go into in a lot of detail um but they're essentially harvesting losses that would otherwise not exist if they you know infrequently traded the right way you know except in extreme market you know uh, changes things like that or using lots of lots of different asset classes that you know we know in the end really don't add any value um it just looks sophisticated but you know relative to you know a, a domestic you know a large a mutual fund, you know, bond fund, an international fund <laughs> with low costs. You know, that's still going to be, you know, maximum diversification. I mean, so how do we kind of change that world away and actually say, you know what, the real value here aren't these gimmicks, these uh, tax loss harvesting, which rarely has value, uh, often has negative alpha because uh, it's how it's being done by a lot of the robo-advisors as some positive alpha when done correctly. Uh, those are not common circumstances. But how do we get the industry um, to get away from the gimmicks, from the investments, in, which we know is not nearly important as the correct saving goals, and really get the focus over to focus on the value of financial planning rather than this, these auxiliary things. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, the, the investment commoditizations made kind of us all step towards that, meaning when I say investment commoditization, it's easy to get access to low-cost um, equity and bond uh, mutual funds and ETFs. So with, I think that that's slowly forcing the industry to step more into um, what you said is, is financial planning. You still see the gimmick stuff come up. I mean, I, I, I am a fan of tax loss harvesting if it's done right. It's, um, I am a fan of custom portfolios if it's meeting somebody's ESG, um, uh, you know, SRI uh, needs, uh, yeah. socially responsible investing needs. Yeah. That said, you still see a lot of, uh, I would say, awkward is the best way to say it, advertisement around performance and 
uh, claims, whether it's performance around the, the mutual funds or performance around investment models, performance around, like you said, TLH out there. We're slowly stepping towards financial planning. Robust wealth, um, our, our top initiative for this year is on the financial planning and adding more financial planning features. Um, and that's software that we make available to, to financial advisors and connecting the financial planning all the way through to the investments. You know, right now, they're kind of two different ecosystems. We're trying to combine those ecosystems. And I think the industry as a whole is trying to combine those. Yeah, yeah. They really should. Investments. No, I agree. They really shouldn't be you know, uh, living separately at all. You know, investments it should be really tied to the, to the, to the goals. So fantastic. Uh, thanks, Mike Kearns, for coming on. And again, CEO of uh, Robust uh, Wealth. For more guest interviews, check out our Wharton Business Radio Highlights podcast on iTunes and Google Play. 